You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Art of Kindness, where we have compassionate conversations with artists from all areas of the entertainment industry who are using their voice to spread joy and make this big spinning planet in the sky a better place to be. I'm Robert Peter Paul, and I'm so glad you're here. Nifty AOK apps and lots more positive chats to come. Happy 50th episode, AOKers! Wow! 50 episodes! Thank you all so much for listening and helping us reach this really wonderful milestone. I couldn't be more thrilled to celebrate this occasion with an incredible guest who I share so many random connections with, by the way. It really is a small world after all. It's a small world after all. Okay, I gotta calm it way down. Take it down several notches, if not multiple or hundreds of notches. I I need to go down. Does anybody else have reoccurring nightmares about getting trapped on the It's a Small World ride? No, just me? Okay. Anyway, you'll see how we're connected. It's such a cool story. I need to take a deep breath for this one because today's guest is a triple, quadruple, I don't know, even nuple threat. I'm talking about Haley Orantia. From starring in hit television series to releasing chart-topping singles, Haley is one of the most exciting multi-hyphenate talents in the entertainment industry today. Born and raised in Texas, Haley discovered her love of performing from the young age of nine years old, performing impromptu concerts in her bedroom. I used to do them in my living room and charge admission and make my whole family sit there and watch me. <laughs> it wasn't long before Haley added songwriting and piano to her impressive list of talents. And by 14 years old, she had launched her professional acting career. Nowadays, Haley is perhaps most known as Erica Goldberg in ABC's hit sitcom, The Goldbergs. Currently filming their 10th season, the show follows the hilarious and often awkward lives of a colorful suburban family in Jenkintown, Pennsylvania in the 1980s. Take out Pennsylvania and take out the 80s and you probably have my childhood as well. Call me ABC. Haley has also left her indelible mark on the reality TV world with shows like The X Factor and more recently The Masked Singer. Peep the vocals!
Haley's also been seen in films like Christmas is Cancelled, ooh, how awful would that be, and God's Not Dead, and taken to the stage in musicals like Kinky Boots. Haley has performed on stages around the world with headline music tours. She's used her gifts to churn out hits, ooh, that rhymed kinda, like Find Yourself Somebody, Made For This, and more recently, Open Your Mouth. The star currently splits her time between Nashville, where she writes and records most of her awesome music, and Los Angeles, where she films the Goldbergs. We had the best time talking about her journey from homeschool to stardom, what it's like working on the Goldbergs, and our hilarious connection. Spoiler alert, she may have met my mom. As always, please stay tuned after the interview for a special kindness tip of the week. We'd also love for you to subscribe and tell your friends about our podcast. Ah! You can even connect with us on social media at Rob Peter Paul and at Art of Kindness Pod. Now, without further ado, please welcome the harmonious Haley Arantia. Hi! <laughs> meet you virtually i know you look so nice oh thank you i feel like i just rolled out of bed, but <laughs> stumbled to the kitchen poured yourself yeah, exactly i love your vibe but you got like this rustic vibe behind you that's so beautiful A coffee bag situation you know yeah i feel like seeing that would mentally wake me up i don't know so okay before we get started i have to ask did you know that i met your mother at a broadway show okay this <laughs> I was going to unppack this. This is okay. crazy that you know this. You can this. hold it for later if you want, but I just I have to get that out no, of the way. No, I love that. This is a great place to start. I was looking at your page doing research, not creepily, and then I see <laughs> you're engaged to Greg Furman, yes. and I'm like, "What the heck?" <laughs> and so then I put it together that you must have been cuz my mom said she saw Greg and his mm -hmm. fiance or girlfriend at the time yep. at, at Moulin Rouge. Yeah, we went to New York. I think what were we there for? Either just to visit our friends or um, maybe a work related something. And we were last minute like, hey, let's see if we can snag some tickets. And we that morning bought tickets to Moulin Rouge for Broadway. I'd never seen it before. We're yeah. sitting down. I'm pretty sure Frank Renero was sitting next to your mom. And okay. then it was me and then Greg and then his brother, <laughs> Steven. And Frank was kind of just casually starting a conversation with her. And then he's like, Greg, do you know who this is? And Greg's like, no. And he's like, this is Robert Beautiful's mom. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, are you kidding? You went to college together, right? I I love Greg. Like when I tell you, so I was a sophomore when Greg was a senior and we did this really weird show together. Do you know Alyssa Strada? Yeah. Okay. So we were like, I mean, I don't know if I should cut this out, but we had like strap-ons on underneath like robes. It was like interesting <laughs> it was yeah. nuts i went like way too ham one night and was like wiggling it around the day like <laughs> the president of our college was there i was lucky i didn't get kicked out oh which was my god but he is That's the incredible. he is such a weirdo and i love him and That's all the cute. girls in my grade were obsessed with him by the way <laughs> yep which yep. one of them okay this is crazy too one of them we were originally going to do this last wednesday mm -hmm. and then i know you had like a table read come up yes. and luckily like we were able to make it work but then one of them is a casting associate at abc so she texts me and she's like you're not going to believe who i'm in a table read with it's greg Furman's fiance she's on the goldbergs and i'm like wait what, what? she was supposed to be on my podcast right now <laughs> are you what a small world isn't that crazy 
Wait, that's wild. I got to figure out who that is because uh, that's, I probably should know. I feel like, but on our table reads, there's Zoom now. So I don't oh, get yeah. to see everyone's faces. They're just kind of like names in a. <laughs> like the Brady anyway, Bunch. Such a small world. And I remember, I distinctly remember that. And Greg and Frank were kind of, or Frank, I guess, he knew from high school. So I don't know if you ever met Frank. But Greg was telling so. me all about you and like the experience in college. And I was like, oh, cool. And then when um, I didn't even make the connection at first, despite knowing that we were doing like a podcast, I didn't make the connection that it was you until Greg was like, I got a text or a message that you're going to be talking with Robert Peter Paul. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I did not even put that together, but I'm very glad we can make this work. Despite I know, the- me too. I, I like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not even following Greg. So I followed him and I sent him like <laughs> probably such a random message. But then I saw that he's also doing all these amazing videos and like yes. seems so great. So that makes me really happy too, because he's such a good guy. He really is. He really is. That's so awesome. That is wild. And the Marist <laughs> like theater community, I just feel like is so close and weird. So I don't know. This this blew my <laughs> mind. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's just a small world, like especially. I feel like in the last couple months, I've been experiencing that where despite yeah. having drastically different, like I had a gig in Canada, I did this kinky boots thing that at, weirdly the worlds are just getting smaller and smaller, despite feeling like I'm doing new opportunities in different places. But the entertainment world is smaller than you think. It's so small. And Haley, yeah. when you're talented and everybody wants you to do a million things, <laughs> then it gets smaller because then you start to meet everybody. And it's like, I could spend this whole time congratulating you on you. the mass Singer, Kinky Boots, um, your engagement, obviously. So what a time. What a time. It's been a wild 2022. I will say that much. I like was not expecting any of this, but it's been so much fun. And I'm happy to stay busy, you know? Yeah. So I feel like people must give you a lot of compliments because you have a gorgeous voice. You're very talented and you do all this great stuff. Like we're saying, how do you feel like you are at accepting compliments? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't, I haven't really thought about it. I think I have the generic, like it's kind of worked in me now to just be like the thank you, you know, like it's robotic, but I don't, I think to a degree there is sort of a distance there because if you know, I, I don't know, I guess I don't really know how to take a compliment because I hear <laughs> when I'm by myself and very in my head. Yeah. So it's not like I take that and I'm like, yeah, I'm crushing it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I definitely have been home being like, no one likes me and I did horribly. <laughs> so right. I guess they're not leaking in uh, enough. Because <laughs> we want compliments and then we get them and it's kind of awkward sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I don't know. That's probably a societal thing that we will break down today. Yes. No, but we're we're here to talk about kindness in the arts and obviously in your career. So I guess to start to kind of open the door, I would love to know what your definition of kindness is. Oh, man. Good questions right off the bat. Oh, thank um, you. Got a whole list right here. So <laughs> they don't get worse. <laughs> um, definition of kindness. I mean why am I not thinking of, of a proper, I feel like I should know, I'll pull up my encyclopedia or my dictionary. Yeah. Right. Like, is there, you got a song about this? You're a songwriter. Yeah. I feel like for me, it's just, you know, being aware, not only self-aware, but aware of those around you. Like I, I feel like, and I know it's not definitely every day, but I try to be hyper aware and sensitive to those around me and just trying to I don't know, make sure that everyone feels comfortable. And I feel like trying to come at it from a place of joy always, despite maybe what I'm going through, 
um, just trying to, I guess, treat people with kindness. That's a tough one to define, but I feel like mm. it's just, I don't know. I, I, that's a hard one. I wish I had a better answer. No, I think that's beautiful. But it's interesting because everybody I've asked, I always ask that question and everybody has different answers, but I think sure. yeah. love is at the core. Everyone's like, oh God, what did I get myself into? I, yeah. I remember once I had randomly got like Adam Scott and Kate Mara promoting something and they did not expect, they didn't, I don't, obviously they didn't even know the podcast. And so I started, <laughs> I'm like, what's your definition of kindness? And they just started cracking up. They were like, I don't, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Cause <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, how do you, I guess because it, it's, I'm just thinking like, oh, you just be kind, but like, what does that mean to be yeah. kind? I guess, I guess it's just in my mind, it would be like being sensitive to other people's I don't know, stuff. <laughs> Does that mean? Yeah, no. Yes, cons I think consideration. Consideration. Perfect. Of others. Yes. This coffee really is not kicked in yet this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought your answer was awesome and it, and it was really beautiful. I'm going to dub over it. No, I thought it was great. <laughs> Please do. So, no, no, it was so good. You know, kind of going back a little bit, growing up in Texas from the research I did, it seemed like your dream was always really supported by your parents and your family. So much so that I believe you decided to become homeschooled to pursue your dream in the arts. So can you just take me through that time and that decision? Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting when people ask like, when did you know, like, how did you get into it? But I kind of say the same thing every time because it's really the closest thing I can imagine to why it happened the way it did. When a kid like shows interest in soccer or some kind of a sports team, like your parents put them in classes or you join at school and you kind of just work that muscle and if it's something you enjoy doing and you have a knack for it like you keep doing it until you can't anymore I guess and so for <laughs> me that's kind of what music was like it kind of fell into my life I had a family friend tell me like oh you got a good voice I was nine so I'm like oh, okay like not really knowing what that means and then my parents were like do you like it do you want to take classes and I'm like sure so I joined choir in school and you know took lessons outside of school and I feel like it just became like the thing that I do and I can't imagine not doing it um hmm. sorry what was your original question my brain is so much <laughs> I don't know I, I blacked out I started thinking oh my gosh this woman has met my mom oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no so I, lovely I thought, by the way <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned that so she called she actually called me during intermission not to go back to that but was like you're not gonna believe who I saw and then she immediately forgot Greg's name yes. and so she was trying to describe him like, and I, don't know I was like mom about. isn't like Aaron Tveit singing right now why are you <laughs> near the bathrooms calling me yes so, so no but I, I you were talking about your childhood I was just kind of wondering you felt so supported by your parents but like making the decision to be homeschooled and just pursue your dreams i can imagine that's the homeschooling part was a little not what i wanted to do i've been in public school or was in public school my whole life leading up to the middle of junior year of high school and to be honest i would have stayed in public school but unfortunately the texas school system is not supportive of entertainers <laughs> so um they despite me having great grades and keeping up with everything. Um, when I would travel for like pilot season, they had a limit to how many absences you could have even granted by the principal for whatever your reasoning being, hmm. because the schools aren't getting paid when you're not sitting in the seat. Yeah. So at some point they were like, you need to not be in public school anymore. So <laughs> I would, I wish I would have been able to graduate with everyone, but it just was not in the cards. So I ended up taking online 
um, Texas Tech High School online courses and finishing it out. And I will tell you, it was so hard because, you know, they have teachers that are on hand virtually, but they're not really there as much as you would like for them to be. So I kind of like Google was my friend in senior year, (laughs) which I never was like that growing up. I never like cheated on anything, but at some point I was like, I have to graduate and there's no one helping me. So Mm. in a way I kind of had to sacrifice that for the sake of wanting to do music and acting. Um, And I guess it's worth it. it. It worked out well, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's right. It's something that I'm very passionate about wanting to like work towards change specifically in Texas since that was my experience but Mm. it should be a little easier for people who maybe found the thing they want to do earlier in life to be able to make that happen and not sacrifice their education for it yeah I totally agree I know in Colorado we have family in Steamboat which is kind of like this little snow globe town it's so beautiful and they work with the high school so they let the kids leave early if they want to train and be like a snowboarder or ski and they can just take a half day which I think is such a cool thing because they know they don't need to learn this math that I've never used yeah, ever like like since graduating. People aren't meant to do the stuff in chemistry. And th- like there are some who are meant for that. But, you know, for those of us who are in entertainment or sports or whatever, I don't know. I don't think you should be like penalized for finding that early. Yeah, know, I so agree. Well, you you're meant to do a lot of things, but one of them <laughs> is singing. Your Your voice is so insane and so beautiful. And just it's got like this magical grit but it doesn't sound gritty it's smooth i don't i don't even know how to describe it no i i appreciate that yeah i'm just gonna keep talking about your voice to you for the next like half hour (laughs) he's my ego as you're starting to audition you found yourself on the x factor which must have been a crazy experience i used to work on america's got talent so i know how it's such a pressure cooker and like how these producers can be on these competition reality shows so what do you think i guess was the biggest lesson you took away from your time on that show? So many things. I mean, I was 17 when I was on the X Factor. So in my mind, you know, there's a teenager's brain already. And then you're being thrust into this new world on a platform that big. It was really intimidating. Um, But thankfully, I was actually put into a girl group on the show. And so we were able to kind of lean on each other, having all gone through this experience as as newbies together. Um, But my biggest takeaway I I had great experiences on the show. I made a lot of great friendships that I think can last a lifetime. But I would say that I had a lot of negative takeaways because I learned a lot about the industry that um, was a hard lesson to learn. That not for me personally, I can't speak for everyone's experience, but I feel like I learned that not everyone's going to have your best intention in the case of you as a talent or whatever, or like they kind of are there to make their show. And so for me, it was just one of those first kind of lessons into the industry of like, you really, especially in music as an independent artist, have to know who you are and fight for that the whole time, because otherwise you kind of get caught up in the machine and they're just doing their thing. So you really have to be able to like, fight for yourself in that and fight for what you want. I distinctly remember one moment on set that I, um, I hold to a lot, which 
the girls and I, it was like rock week and they, everyone prior to this had been doing sort of like medley, medley songs of like, oh, we're mixing this song with this song that you wouldn't expect. And they performed it on the live shows. And the girls and I wanted to do that so bad. And we had this brilliant idea for rock week combining these two songs, but the producers of the show wanted really badly to push this like ballad. It was a hallelujah, you know, hallelujah. Oh yeah. Beautiful song, but so done on these shows. Like, overly mm-hmm. done on the shows and I'm like we have a creative never been done before badly that I think is going to be amazing and they kept pushing and kept pushing and I was like no I said <laughs> at the end of the day you can like play the music to hallelujah but we're going to sing the lyrics to the medley so unless you want to deal with like a tv show nightmare <laughs> like figure that because I figured at that point there's just like no one's there to to back you up in that position. Mm-hmm. So we had to do that for ourselves. And that was a hard lesson to learn. Um, but it's one that I've had to carry with me. And it's something I'm still at times having to work on because in a way, I feel like I, I'm a little bit of a pushover at times because I go, okay, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm going to leave it up to the professionals. But at some point you are the artist and you kind of have to fight for that. So it's it's a tough balance. That's great you found that at such a young age because I think it's really hard for anybody to stand up for themselves and try and do it in a kind way and really put their foot down. Because, I mean, I imagine especially for women, it's always been a lot harder, I think. And I think that's getting better, hopefully. Yeah. But, you know, they write women off. It's like, oh, you're a bitch. And the man is a strong, you know, powerful, whatever, when he acts this way. So I, how do you feel like you found that? Was it just nice that you had these other people you were in the group with to kind of band together? Definitely. I think I would have been a lot more intimidated and fearful to have that conversation had it just been me as a solo artist. But then again, I don't know. I think at that point we had been doing enough weeks of the show. I was comfortable enough around certain producers and vocal coaches that we had a great rapport, but I am the kind of person that I lead with kindness through everything. But at some point when it's at risking kind of either who I am, because now we were trying to like bend ourselves to the will of whatever somebody else was. It's like, no, I have a line and I have to be comfortable to put that boundary up. Um, Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to be able to, I'm going to look back on this and this will forever be on TV, on the internet. And it's got to be something that represents me or us and we feel proud of. And so it's, it is finding the balance of not trying to be a bitch or like, coming off too harsh, but knowing like, no, this is, I have to stand up for myself at some point. Yeah. I know you still dealt with that even after, right? You were trying to have, I think more of a Jojo get out right now song vibe. And they were trying to put you in this pop princessy mold. I mean, and it's, I will not lie to you, despite feeling that in the moment at 17, it is something that I still to this day struggle with doing for my job at the Goldbergs for doing it. Um, mass singer, like it's, it's any position that in the industry where it's like, okay, maybe a new project. I don't want to show anyone disrespect. They obviously know what they're doing and they have more power in this position than I do. So you don't want to step on any toes. But it's it's finding, like I said, that balance of of like standing up for yourself while not trying to be rude or compromising the overall vision of the project. So mm, I love that. And I think on the flip side of that, I would love to know, do you feel like you have any stories about acts of kindness or love you received from somebody else or even a stranger along the way that you think kind of changed the trajectory of your career? 
Definitely. Um, one that stands out to me in particular when I was, I guess I was 13, about to be 14. And I was back home in Dallas, Texas. I was taking classes um, after school at this music school called Septine Entertainment Group. And that's kind of where I first learned how to play piano, where I first learned vocal lessons, songwriting lessons. And there was a songwriting seminar where there was a um, songwriter named Tim Lauer from Nashville, Tennessee, that traveled to Dallas to, to host this for us. And, you know, we just were kind of learning the basics of it. And afterwards, um, I guess I got to talk to him. I don't even remember how it happened, but he saw something in me, I guess, and told my parents like, hey, I would really love if you all could travel to Nashville and write with me and my wife, because they were both, you know, well-known songwriters in town, um, still are, and would love to kind of just see what this is, like hone in on whatever writing with her would be. And my parents were like, okay, she's 14, we for sure are not going to just send her to Nashville, so we're going to go with her. <laughs> um, and so on my 14th birthday, I got to go and meet with them and songwrite. And they just, out of the kindness of their heart and not needing or wanting anything from me made so many little connections to me there was someone named Shauna in Canada who connected me to Michael Poirous in uh, Los Angeles who did he was the creator of Hannah Montana like all wow. of these people were just but I guess they saw something and out of just the kindness of their heart and not getting anything out of it were there to just help me along the way and the like generosity they showed in spending their time and their energy and their connections through that are the reason that I'm sitting here and like have been working on the Goldbergs. It all kind of mm. domino affected. So that to me with Tim and Angela Lauer really set the stage for everything. That's so beautiful. I feel like that's what life is about. It's just, we're all weird humans on this earth and <laughs> just helping each other. You know, what, what else is there? I don't know. Oh. So I think that's great. But I would also say it's because you're a kind person. So I think people wanted to help you because you're talented, but you I'm sure weren't acting, you know, a certain way to turn people off. So Thanks. yeah, I, I try not to, but well, thank yourself. Our <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, we all get a little hangry. <laughs> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So obviously I have to get into the Goldbergs. 
Mm. You've been with the show since 2013, which is so crazy because I believe I was the reader for some, not for your auditions, but like with the Goldbergs pilot. You're lying. In, in New York City. What? Yeah. That is crazy. Right after I graduated from Marist. Wow. So I remember reading the pilot script and just loving it. And I, the show is so great. I got to catch up. It's been on for so long, but it's, it's just got that beautiful blend of nostalgia and comedy. And it's not a surprise it's still running. I think it's so interesting looking at your career and your life because you've essentially grown up on screen. I don't need to tell you that. But what, <laughs> is, what does that feel like? Is that wild? It hasn't like registered fully because in my mind, it still feels like yesterday when we're talking about like, oh, it's our 10th season we're about to get into. I'm like, no, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> like <laughs> no way a decade just flew by. But um, so in a way I haven't like fully registered that I, it, I have grown up on screen. I think also for me, like when I look at videos and photos of myself, like obviously I know I was younger, but it, I see it more when I look at Sean Jambroni, who plays Adam, the youngest brother. Mm -hmm. He was like 12 or 13 when we started filming and now he's 22. And so <laughs> I definitely like, it clicks for me then. And the cool part about being on a show like this for this long one, that's like about family, it's about heart, it's comedy. I feel like Erica and I have had a lot of parallel experiences, both good and bad. And so in a way we've kind of grown up together. I know that sounds cliche, but like- No, it's sweet. Truly there are things that have happened. Yeah. Like last season we saw Erica get married and like get engaged and get married. And then I just got engaged and like now, well now Erica's pregnant, but let's hold off on that. For oh, a <laughs> breaking let's, news. Let's pause on that for just <laughs> a like, what? second. Um, <laughs> so like the parallels I would like to maybe pause at that point. But yeah. <laughs> it's been really cool to like kind of see that journey together in a way like uh, and it makes playing the character a little easier because I mm. relate to her in so many ways um but yeah it's just such a special experience like getting to work with these people for that long as well it just doesn't happen that often in the industry you know yeah and I know you've said it's such a community on set and such a positive vibe for the most part which isn't always the case so can you pinpoint what makes that so special I mean do you think it, it just is the people yeah, it's interesting because I really haven't had experience working on any other television show before. I've done, you know, independent movies. Um, but even with that, like, uh, from what I've heard, any guest star that we have come on, any crew member that comes on, they're like, this set is ideal. It's amazing. And I'm like, really? That's great. And you never know if they're just saying that. But over the last 10 years, I've heard it so much that I have to believe that it's true, that it is unique to our show, that there's just, I don't know how we have been able to attract just the best, most um, grounded, kind, thoughtful people who are all very talented and good at their job and care about their job. Mm -hmm. um, and that goes from the very top to the very bottom, if you will, as far as like from PAs to, to grips, crew members, hair and makeup, cast, like everyone for the most part enjoys being there and we just love each other. Like a lot of the crew has been there since day one. And as a, again, cliche, but it feels like family. It's a 10 yeah. years of spending every day for like seven months together. It's just, we've found this great rhythm um, 
that anytime we do get new people, it's just maybe luck of the draw, but also law of attraction probably that yeah. we happen to bring in people that are very like-minded in being kind and thoughtful and hardworking people. I mean, that's not always the case. There's obviously out of 10 years, we've had guest stars, there are certain crew or people that you're just like, vibes are a little off, yeah. but, um, <laughs> but for the most part, like it, it's, I would credit a lot of that as well to the people who hire. I mean, our, some of our producers are incredible people and they just know who to hire. And I will say Wendy, who is our number one on the call. She I love Wendy. She is our leader. I don't know if she, she would never say that, but she really is. She being that number one leads a show in a way that, I mean, I'm so grateful to have learned watching her because, you know, I could have started on any other show. I could have seen that position being led in any other way, but she goes out of her way to make sure crew knows how valued they are and knows how appreciated they are. She does these um, like giveaways two times a year where gives away her own money, like a lot as wow. a hat, like pick your name out of a hat. And she does it for Christmas time. She does it for a wrap time and it's just for crew. So that way everyone gets an equal opportunity to win. And she just like the thoughtfulness of doing, like, you don't have to do that. No. <laughs> like, the fact that she goes out of her way to make that such a fun, special experience and is so generous to the crew who spend the majority of the hours there while we as cast are like, oh, I'll pop in, I'll pop out. Like we're not mm. always there. She just sets the tone for what our show is. Um, and so I credit a lot of that to her as well. That's incredible. Santa Covey giving away her money on Christmas. Yeah. That's, she's that's like, so she's beautiful. Just incredible, truly. And she's hysterical. I assisted at the ABC. Well, I used to always do the upfront when it was in New York. And mm -hmm. her and another one of your castmates were there and they did a bit. I think they handed out cookies or something. And she was just so lovely to everybody, all the PAs backstage. So I'm not surprised. I also, random connection, had a friend, Andrew. I think he was a co-star like last season or Andrew Rogers. He's he's always oh, like yeah. shirtless and he was somebody's date yes. or something. <laughs> yes, he was great. You said you've done so much as Erica and she's gotten to experience so much and some of it you're not ready to experience yet. But do you feel like there's anything you'd still like to see her get to do on the show? Oh man, well now she's having a baby, which is like, it's so crazy <laughs> thinking 19 year old me starting this show did not think that like our characters would, I just had no way of knowing what would happen. So it's wild to even get this far. Um, that is wild. I would like to see, despite her being a new mom, we got to sort of touch on, I want to say not last season, but the season before that, or maybe it was last season, they all blend together. <laughs> Her going to school to become a lawyer. And I would love to see them try to balance that because I think in the eighties, especially, it became such a big thing for women to not only be great mothers, but that they could have a career of their own and really like, um, I don't know, do both. I mean, they, they can do whatever they want, right? And so yeah. I would love to kind of see that beginning balance for her of like not sacrificing the career and what she wants in that realm just because she's a mom. So, I mean, we're doing season 10. I would like to think the majority of it's going to be Erica being pregnant, I think. So I'm not yeah. sure if we get an 11 or if like we can showcase that in this season, but I would love to kind of touch on that subject a bit. 
maybe the when the baby pops out they could do use that technology they just use in stranger things and just put your face on the baby and it'll yeah. be like do you see the new stranger <laughs> i haven't seen it but now i have oh sorry <laughs> yeah I, they used millie bobby brown's face and like kind of put it on this little girl for flash it was it looked amazing oh okay i was like on a baby I was like, <laughs> yeah it's it's a bad idea i don't don't know why i said that take it back delete cutting. i love it i'm like Wait, the baby, yeah. I get giggle. I got to see it to register. Yeah, yeah, there was no baby. It was a great season. <laughs> and so I guess for you, you've been on the show for so long, and I know it's a positive environment for the most part, and, and you guys all enjoy each other. But of course, it is still work, and there's long hours. So do you have anything you do to specifically be kind to yourself on set? Any like self-care tips or downtime routines? Great question. Um, I mean, I... I really do love hanging out with the cast when we're just in between. So for me, like a fun lifting of my spirits, Sam Lerner, who plays my now husband on the show, he and I are like attached at the hip. We go get coffee at Coffee Bean. We like kind of just click out, I guess, of like what's going on and um, hang out with hair and makeup. I mean, it just, it's kind of easy in a way because we just have so much fun chatting together. So we can kind of just like snap in, snap out. But if it were me just by myself, um, what do I typically do? Uh, there's like certain apps and things that I feel like help me. I've been wearing my Apple watch a lot more lately and trying to do the like mindfulness breathing thing and the <laughs> reflecting. But thing. that thing can do you so dirty. Like if you're out, we just had our joint batch weekend because yeah. actually I'm engaged too. Thank you. Yeah, we're super excited. <laughs> and we did a, a joint one, me and my fiance, mm -hmm. which is so much fun. And, but I know everybody on the trip, obviously, we were drinking, not eating regularly. It was so different. And, and yeah. the people that had Apple watches, it was basically like, are you about to die? Like, you're not okay. You're dehydrated. <laughs> it was like yeah. selling them out. And they're like, guess I, I got to stop wearing mine for a long time. I'm not kidding. Because it used to do that thing where it would go, hey, it's time to stand up. Yeah. And it would do it so much that I'm like, I will stand up when I'm ready. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a little much at times, but I like doing the mindfulness thing when I, cause you can choose what time you do it. Um, mm -hmm. and it helps me because like, sometimes I forget like, Oh, just breathing, focusing on my breathing for a minute is nice. Mm -hmm. Or like mm -hmm. the mindfulness reflecting one will come up with a new prompt every time to be like, Hey, think about a way that you can show kindness to someone today. It was actually one that I got recently. And so you sit there for a minute and it'll buzz you when it's, you know, it, so it's, it's a very helpful, like way to kind of like separate myself from all the chaos of what's happening mm. in life. So um, those are probably right now my favorite. That's awesome. And I know you said too, I mean, we all just want to hang out, especially with theater people. Those are my, those are my people. <laughs> and you recently got to do Kinky Boots at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm like telling you, like you didn't know, just so you know, you did Kinky Boots with yeah. <laughs> iconic people like Jerry Mitchell and Wayne Brady. What was that experience like? I was freaking out when I found out that I, I got the, I mean, I auditioned and I want to say I did like three different callbacks, including wow. sending a self tape in because I was like, I need this part. Like, because Isn't that I, crazy when you get that feeling and you're like, I just had that the other day and yeah. I, I didn't, you don't want to tape it again because it's so much work, but sometimes yes. you just know you have to. Yes. It's like, no, if I do this, it could be the thing that puts it over the edge. And it did. It totally did. Wow. Um, so I, for me, I have not done a musical since high school. And so I, 
while I'm sorry, you can hear my cat, by the way, meowing. I, I apologize. I love it. Come closer, cat. <laughs> she's like, she's like, uh, what's going on? Uh... <laughs> um, so with Kinky Boots, I actually had not ever seen the full production before auditioning for it, but I clicked with Nicola. I thought it was, and I also looked it up and we have the same hair. I was like, cool. This is like, <laughs> I got a higher chance. Like, let's, let's do it. And I loved the music, like the, getting to audition with music in that way I have not done before. And it was so much fun and terrifying. I remember mm. going in the room with Jerry, Stephen Oramis, like everyone that like a whole group of people. And I was wow. so terrified because these are people that are in the musical theater world. Like I, I just so admire what they've done. And so I'm like in there, like hiding my handshake. <laughs> like, you know, like so nervous. Oh, that's the worst when oh you have a paper, gosh. especially you're like, Yes. And it's like, I want to be cool right now, but I can't yeah. be cool. Um, but I just had such an amazing experience. I didn't know what to expect because I'd never done an actual production of musical theater like that before. And everyone was so kind and so supportive. One of the reasons I actually like kind of avoided musical theater world in a professional way since high school was because I had such a negative experience in high school with people not being kind. Mm. And I thought, if this is the regular, I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> yeah. So being this, this being my first experience in this professional realm was, I couldn't have asked for a better situation. The cast was amazing. The crew, I mean, Jerry and Steven were so kind and helpful. Um, and to do it at the Hollywood Bowl was like, I just Iconic. remember that last, we have like one moment where we're like, raise it up and up and up and up. And we just like hold our pose at the end. And they kind of like put up the lights a little bit towards the back of the stadium. And I will never forget just like seeing all of the people and just the, the grand like aspect of the bowl mm -hmm. was just, I, I remember walking off stage our third night or last night and I just immediately started weeping and everyone else <laughs> is like going onto the national tour and doing the next thing. And I'm like, I mm. want to keep going. Like, like, come on. So yeah, we got to get you on Broadway when the, you know, when the Goldbergs wraps. I mean, something. never thought I, that would be my path, but now I have such a theater bug that I'm like, oh my God, I have to, I have to, do it again. <laughs> I have to do it again. But yeah, everyone was just so kind. We're all still on like group emails and text messages. And I'm just like, what a great first experience to have. Oh, I'm so glad. It's so yeah. sad when the show ends and that family like kind of keeps going in the group chat, but then you're just like, we got to get together again. And then everyone's, it's, I know it's, yeah. it's so sad, but I'm, I'm yeah. glad you had a great experience. And I think it combines like all your talents in such a nice way, which essentially it's just storytelling, but you know, singing, acting, there's yeah. a lot of movie musicals now. I TV know. Movie. I'm like, throw me in, like put me in oh, coach. Put me I'm in coach. <laughs> Seriously. I, I just, it, uh, the bug, I so got it. And I yeah. still like, feel like I'm mentally there. Like I have not clocked out of Kinky Boots at all. So I'm so glad because we're now going to do the finale. Everybody is going to enter the zoo. No, right. but actually <laughs> that, that would be incredible. I'm going to put you in coach. I, I would cry. <laughs> well, you might now it's time for a surprise game. So Ooh. we're going to do that, which I think you'll enjoy. This is what I was trying to get Greg involved with, but I don't, I don't even know if he ever answered me, but Greg, well, you. I can text him and see where he is. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Cause we, I got some, I got some good players. It's called the compliment game. Okay. And basically I reached out to some people in your life to get a loving statement or a compliment about you. And I'm going to read it to you. And then you have to guess who said it. 
Everyone's beautiful in their own way. It's the compliment game on the A of It's the compliment. Compliment, compliment game. game. Bump. This is so nice. Okay. It, okay. This is going to okay. be hard. Okay. Yes, I try to get them to like embed little hints in there. Okay, and how, what if I get it wrong? Is that gonna I know because <laughs> so many people love you. So I'm sure it's hard. Oh. Like when I first started this, someone was like, can you like make up some rules, sir, ma'am? So <laughs> basically, I think you can get like, you know, maybe three guesses and you can ask me yes or no questions. I don't I probably don't even know anything. So we'll see what happens. But um, OK, okay cool. I'm going to read you your first one. And it, it, this is a good one. OK. One of the things I love most about Haley is that she treats everyone with the same level of kindness and respect. You can't say that about a lot of Hollywood people. She's completely down to earth and humble. She also just happens to be massively talented. There's not really a hint in that one now that I'm reading it. Yeah, but who would that be? Um, I feel like the wording of it is with somebody maybe, is it someone I worked with? Yes. Okay. Is it someone I worked with on the Goldbergs? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it Sam Lerner? No. No. Who would say such nice things? <laughs> is it Wendy? Yes, no. it's Wendy. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my God. Wendy That's McClendon, so nice. Kobe. I know. She, and she got right back too. Well, I mean, you know, through her team, That's but. So sweet. Okay. Thanks, Wendy. She's obsessed with you. And I love all the kind things you said about her before, because I usually ask people to try and return the favor, but it sounds like she's just such a kind. She ended up coming to the Kinky Boots show. She's just like, she's so supportive of me. She's been to some of my, I did performances at like my, my music um, at Hotel Cafe before, and she'll come with her husband and she's so supportive. So thank you, Wendy. Oh my God. That's so sweet. And you got two because literally every person I, well, I, I, these were the two people I reached out to, mm-hmm. but they got right back. So this is your second okay. one okay. and we'll keep, okay. Okay. If it's the art of kindness, then Haley's a genius level artist. She makes the room smile and feel welcome when she's there. She can make anyone laugh seriously. Plus she'll speak up and defend herself or others in a respectful and truthful way, which shows her strong character and extremely kind heart. I love getting to work with this great person. Okay. Is this someone that also worked with me on the Goldbergs? Yes. Is it AJ Mashaka? No, but no. I love her. Yeah, she's, don't even get me started. I could go for years about how much I love her. Um, <laughs> is it Sean Jambroni? It is, yeah, it's Sean. Yeah, okay. I was like, the wording, I'm like, it's one of these amazing angels of a human being, which... <laughs> If we're going to talk about compliments, can I brag real quick on Sean? Please do. Yeah. Sean, again, watched him grow up on this show, like quite literally. And in 10 years, I have never seen this person get angry at anything or anyone. Like (laughs) even myself, I will tell you, I, I get hangry. And I've been a little snippy. And I go and I apologize after. I'm like, I'm so sorry. My stomach has the best of me. But this person will has never been rude ever at least that i've ever seen is the most like just the sweetest person i I don't even know like when i try to describe it i know people are like oh i think i know you don't know until you meet john (laughs) because it's like 
otherworldly kindness and just the sweetest person ever. Um, he would have a conversation with absolutely anyone, um, could talk to a brick wall. And I mean that as far as like, just so thoughtful, great conversationalist and able to just like <laughs> find something to talk about with somebody um, and feel connected to somebody, which is such a gift because that I, I can't even do that where it doesn't matter who you're talking to, you find a way to really connect with them. Mm. Um, he just feels angelic and also insanely talented. One of my favorite moments ever on the Goldbergs was a scene, I believe it was season two, like episode 15 or something. It was the one where he gets lost at like the baseball stadium and mm -hmm. I think it was baseball and <laughs> Murray is like trying to find him. They can't find each other the whole time. And at the very end, Sean has this moment where they finally see each other. And he like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like I cry every time I watch it. He, he just goes dad and like runs his dad, but it's done in a way where I'm like, from an acting standpoint, I'm like, he nailed this moment, gets it every time. And it is by far my favorite, like acting thing on the Goldbergs ever. I've just, I could go on for years. I'm sorry. Wow. But I just, I'm obsessed with him. And <laughs> I, I, as you can tell, I just like, I there's not words to describe how perfect he is. <laughs> just so good. That's so beautiful. I, I'm oh. going to, when I thank him for this, I'm going to be like, please listen, at least go to the end just so he can hear that because that's such <laughs> no, a glowing like, recommendation. And I feel like I tell him this too. Like there's times where I, I looked the other day and I have a video of us at our, we take photos for the posters at the beginning of the year. And oh, the posters are in. so good. Oh, thank you. So yeah. I'm like, he's looking, he's like watching the camera to like see them taken. And I'm zooming in on him and I'm just like, <laughs> you're a perfect person. You're just like, can't <laughs> hear me, but it's just like zooming in. I'm like, I just have so much love for him. So wow. He sounds like he's got Dolly Parton level angelic vibes. Yes. If I could actually compare it to anyone, it would be like that where you're just like, Jeez. you do no wrong. You're just an angel of a person. She literally, yes. Uh, that, okay. That's amazing. That's probably yeah. the nicest thing you can that's say about somebody. True. I, and I'm not kidding. Ask anyone that's ever met him. They will say, oh, I will. Yeah, wow. I will. Yeah. I will. I'm going to say, you better, you better get on this podcast. Yes. That's so sweet. And you're so sweet. And I wish I could just keep talking to you. I know, but me too. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is so fun. No, I, I wish we had more time, but I want to respect your time and let you go before we both get hangry. So <laughs> I would love if you, you could just please end us with a kindness tip. Like if you have like a, a tangible kindness or wellness tip that you think listeners can take with them and incorporate into their day. A kindness tip. I guess, again, maybe a little cliche, but like um, if you don't do this on the regular, just today, try to really put yourself in the shoes of somebody else, especially if you feel any sort of hostility or like negativity coming from them. I would say, try to like come at it from the angle of like, what's their perspective before we jump to judgment. Um, it's something that I'm working on myself. And just, I think that when we do that, we always are able to come at it from a place of kindness and understanding. Mm -hmm. Um, and hopefully they will in turn end up doing the same and it can kind of domino effect to other people. So just try to take a walk in somebody else's shoes today. I love that. I'm going to put that on my t-shirts and a bumper sticker. Yeah. I'm hang it up. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that that's so perfect. And then when in doubt, you know, WWSD, 
what would Sean do? You could just ask yes. yourself and uh, think <laughs> what about would it. Sean, honestly, that should be a shirt. I will wear it every day. <laughs> okay, making it right now, ordering yeah. it on Redbubble. Rather, yeah. I don't even know these websites. No, well, Haley, this has been so amazing. I just think you are such an incredibly talented and also kind person. And I feel really grateful that we have somebody on such a huge show who's going to keep doing huge, amazing things to look up to. So thank you for being you. Thank you. Thanks for doing this. And please tell your mother hello to me. I will tell my, <laughs> yes. And please tell my mother, Greg, hello for me. Yes, is, I Like will. our mother in the mayor's seat. I can't believe that. That's so crazy. I know. It's such a small world, but I definitely yeah. will. I wish he was in here right now to say hi. I know, Greg. It's fine. I heard the cat. He's doing an audition right now in the, <gasps> yeah, so fingers crossed for him. Oh, book it, Greg. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. All right, I'm really bad at leaving Zooms. Here I go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. And now it's time for your kindness tip of the week. I don't know if this is necessarily going to be a kindness tip or just me rambling, but either way, here we go. As I reflect on 50 episodes, whoa. It makes me think about the journey of life and how we're always working toward these goals, right? And to me, it sort of feels like a snowball. You're pushing up a mountain. As you grow and learn in life, your snowball picks up more snow along the way, gets bigger, and your dreams get bigger, and your goals become even loftier. Society tells us to keep pushing and plugging along. Of course, that's not always sustainable. Inevitably, sometimes the snowball rolls back over you and flattens you down and you see it racing toward the bottom and you have to catch it and then you lose traction and you feel like you're back to square one. Suffice to say, this random metaphor that popped into my head reminds me how much strength it takes to be still in life. You have to stop on the mountain while holding a buzzing big ball of experience. To stop and hold that takes strength, but it also allows you to be really present and take in the view around you. It gives you perspective. I mean, how else will you see the view or where you're going if you don't stop? And then I also thought about this snowy metaphor in the middle of summer. <laughs> Upon relinquishing to moments of stillness, we regain the energy to keep going and pushing upward. The snowball, to continue the metaphor, then continues to grow and you get closer and closer to your goal. Soon, it's so packed with snow and ice that you can barely push it. It's impossibly large. You can't even see over it. You're overwhelmed. Is it going to roll you back down? Is it going to crush you? The ball does have the biggest potential to crush you right now, possibly for good this time. However, do you know what this moment is? It's when you're about to reach the top of the mountain. Your goal or dream is just on the other side. In life, those moments where it is the scariest, when we feel the most vulnerable, we feel like we have more than ever to lose. It's so important to acknowledge that, but not let it hold you back. These are the times when you can just keep plugging along. Because you know what? The top of the mountain is right there. I don't even know if this makes sense. <laughs> but wherever you are today, whether you're still pushing the snowball up the mountain or about to land on the top, please enjoy a moment to take in the view. If you're higher up on the mountain and feel like you can't possibly stop, like the snowball is going to crush you, 
you've endured so many obstacles, just know that you're probably on the cusp of something really amazing. That landing place is coming soon. Thank you all so much for always being a safe space for me to land in this audio universe. I love you dearly and am so grateful for each and every one of you. Cheers to another 50 episodes! Until next time, please remember, everything's gonna be a-okay. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.